say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Empty the chamber on And how do you do that? Four, six seconds, point eight, point three, everything you got. Everything you got. Turn that shit up. Let's go. Let's go. Welcome to the Scoop World Order. It is Nevada Buck. What do we need to get better at edition? We are through two games, uh, two wins for the Buckeyes, which is a great place to be at. Um, a lot of improvement needs to be had. Uh, some guys need to play better. Uh, there's some guys playing great. So it'll be interesting uh, to see how much we ramp up. We have a much more formidable opponent in Toledo, which they don't sound formidable. And if you don't judge them by their jerseys and their and their logos, then you'd say that it's probably a, a middle to lower tier Big Ten team because Toledo is a very good team and they could beat a lot of teams in this conference. So the guys got to strap up. This is not your normal Mac team. They're very formidable and they gave Notre Dame all they could handle last year. So with that being said, as always, we appreciate you guys. Thank you guys so much. Channel is exploding in growth. Tell your friends, tell your, your buddies, uh, your people that you watch the game with, BuckeyeScoop.com, the YouTube page. Uh, we are putting out content every day inside information we're really uh prideful in what we do we really appreciate you guys for for contributing to this what do you want to see out of the offense going forward is there something that you would like to see more of uh do you want to see marvin harrison jr featured more do you want to see trey henderson featured more do you want to see cj stroud run more i mean there's some little tweaks that i think everybody kind of desires but what would you like to see from Ryan Day and Kevin Wilson, with this offense going forward, what do we need to get better at? So that being said, I have to bring in my compadre, Nevada Buck. Nevada, how are you tonight? I'm doing great. Just got finished watching uh, some Monday Night Football, watched some of the worst clock management that I've ever seen in my life at the uh, <laughs> end of the, <laughs> the Seattle-Denver game, and uh, now we're ready to talk some Ohio State football. You know, it's, it's funny because, like, you watch some of these NFL games and I watch NFL coaching every week and I can't believe how bad it is sometimes and how much these guys have been coaching for 30 years, 35 years, 40 years. And, and they, they, they bungle timeouts. Uh, they make horrific play calls. Uh, I think, you know, obviously me and you really skew towards being aggressive when it comes to play calling, but there's sometimes, you know, you, you see some mismanagement. It just makes you scratch your head. Um, but in terms of our, our offense at Ohio state, you put up a great nugget on BuckeyeScoop.com on our Ask the Insiders board that talked about the throwing game and some of the uh, adjustments that had been made. Uh, go into depth a little bit about that. You know, Buckeye Scoop had this probably four days ago, but we wanted to rehash it in a podcast. Talk a little bit about that nugget and what adjustments were made and how it led to Marvin Harrison having 
another three touchdown, massive national uh, award type performance. Well, you know, after the first game of the season against Notre Dame, you know, there was a lot of talk about guys just weren't getting open or Jay looked a little bit off. Um, you know, other kind of excuses as to why the passing game wasn't clicking or, you know, doing as effectively as we expected. You're kind of hoping for a continuation of what we saw in the Rose Bowl game against Utah. And so I did a, did a little deeper dive, you know, kind of checking with some of the sources to try to find some of the root causes of what was that. Because, I, just, you know, I, you hear stuff like that, and I think it becomes kind of a lazy narrative where people are like, oh, guys just weren't getting open. But what, what does that mean? And when you dug down a little bit deeper, when the OSU coaching staff kind of ran the tape back, what you saw was there was about five things that happened. And the first thing was that the route concepts were a little bit sloppy. And it, it means, you know, the receivers were reading the wrong covers that Notre Dame was presenting. And when this happens, it really kind of it, it sets off a number of different issues, you know, for other players on the field. You know, guys were not being able to free up space because they were making the wrong reads. And you know, you'll see it in the NFL games all the time with inexperienced receivers. And in the college game, it's no different when you've got these these guys that are supremely talented but relatively inexperienced. You know, we got spoiled a little bit from Chris Olave and Garrett Wilson last year. But, you know, our route concepts were sloppy. And secondly, our route depths were, were not appropriate to the defense Notre Dame was playing. We had expected Notre Dame to stay in a shell but Notre Dame was playing at what's called an extended shell, and they were, they were playing way back, and our, and our guys were not adjusting for that. And you, that's where you have to make adjustments on the fly. The coaching staff's got to see that, make those guys make the adjustments on the fly, and that just wasn't happening. So when stuff like that happens, you know, we can go into the, you know, the rest of it, you know, as we're, as we're kind of talking here, but when you have route concepts that are sloppy, when you have route depths that are not appropriate for the defense, then all of a sudden you've got an, an offense that starts to stagnate, and that causes problems for the uh, the entire you know Ohio State offensive side of the ball. Yeah, and and I agree with, with all of that. I also think that Jackson Smith and Jigba uh, getting injured and shifting some roles around um, that changes. And 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 frankly, Brian Hartline really plays a short rotation. I mean, you look at this past game against a you know a, a very lowly opponent, and you know we played basically four receivers. We had Jaden Ballard and Xavier Johnson in there, and that was kind of it. So I mean, we got a really uh, a short rotation right now. Um, we run a lot of 21, maybe more than we have in, in since Jim Trussell was here and, and, and fickle. I mean, literally we run Mitch Rossi and, and Cade Stover a lot. Um, she Scott got more work, uh, this past week. Uh, it's going to be interesting going forward. How do you see this offense evolving as we get into the fall as we get into the colder months, you know, a little bit more physical months, you know, rainy, snowy, you know, Midwestern type football. How do you see the offense evolving? Do you think that it, it, uh, it involves more two tight end sets to match the physicality of the Wisconsin's and the Iowa's and the Michigan's, or do we keep it spread out? Um, cause I just feel like we're thin at receiver, but I'd love your, your take on that Nevada. Well, I think what you're going to see, you have to remember, Ryan Day is a pass-first guy. So anything we're going to see that's going to be an evolution is going to be pass-first types of concepts. And I think for Day, what Day was looking at, and you, you, you'll kind of, you saw this, you know, as we kind of progressed through last year. And I think as we move through this year, you'll see this more. Day's going to start working on getting passes out to the backs, out in the flats. Those are easy pitching catches for Stroud. You've got guys that can catch the ball and kind of move with it. And you're going to start working on you know, kind of getting the right guys and the right personnel out there for the right times. I mean, like that huge catch by uh, Mayan Williams 
on the sideline against the Notre Dame game. We drug the foot on the third down. That was set up to be a wheel route. And that was supposed to be a wheel route. And if Henderson's in there and running the wheel route, he blows by the guy and goes for the touchdown. And since so mine, mine couldn't get separation, came back, got the got the uh, the catch along the sideline, big play, huge play. But again, those are the kind of things that, that Dave's going to have to kind of straighten out as we're kind of going along. But I think all this, the fixes that Dave's going to do, well, I, I'd love to see it more too tight end. I'd love to see it more power running game. But I think the reality is, you know, he's going to use passing concepts. He's going to use more passes to the tight ends. He's going to use more screens. He's going to work passes out there to the flats, you know, sh- shorter passing concepts because everybody that's playing against us is going to play in a shell and dare us to stay patient and go because they're not going to allow us to go over the top because they know that that's what Stroud wants to do. That's what receivers want to do. That's what Ryan Day wants to do. And they're going to take that away. And it's going to be up to us to stay patient, stay with it. I'd love to see us make a full commitment to the running game, but I just I just don't see it happening. I think the running game is going to be a necessary balance for Ryan, but I, I, I think it's, it's always going to be a necessary evil. It's never going to be tip of the spear. Do you think that Ryan Day gets impatient with the running game just because – yeah, sometimes it doesn't yield the the uber explosive plays that the passing game can yield the 65, 70 yard strikes. Uh, those are obviously a lot less um, common in the running game. Do you think Ryan gets frustrated by the the two yard gain, the three yard gain, and and it just causes him to to shelve that and go back to what you referred to as his whoopee, his uh, kind of his go to in the passing game? I don't think you can draw any other conclusion than that. And, and you know, I think every coach has got his comfort zone and has got those plays that they revert to in crunch time. And I think you put it perfectly. I think Ryan gets impatient and you can see it in his play calling. Like when's the last time that Ryan's really stuck with the run in any type of situation where we're like, Oh man, he just keeps running the ball into the box. Like he just doesn't do it. If, if you get that two yard gain, if you get that three yard gain, if you get the four yard gain, then you can almost bet that he's going to be dialing up a pass the next time. And it, it's, it's almost been to his detriment, even in games where we could run at will. There's been times where, you know, you know, the, the, the Northwestern game, the big 10 championship game, of Northwestern, you know, was one that kind of sticks out on my mind a couple of years ago where, you know, he just, he could run it at any time he wanted but kept insisting upon trying to jam the pass in there. And um, I think it's just, it's part of his DNA. And I think we've got to just accept that as Ohio state fans because we can't wish it away. It's it's like wishing that CJ Stroud would, you know, put the ball down under his shoulder and run with it, you know, four or five times a game or two or three times. A game. I'm not sure that's going to happen. I think it needs to happen for the Ohio state offense to be as effective as to be fully effective and fully operating in all cylinders. But I just don't know if it's going to happen. And I think with Ryan, I think everything. I think everything solution that he's looking for is going to be pass first, run second. And I just think that's the way he sees the world. Yeah, and to me, it, it, you know, when we run, you know, because we run like some read option action, and I'm not sure that it's ever truly a read. It's more just CJ carrying out the fake. But I can't remember the last time he actually read a play and pulled it. Even when I watch the film and I see that it is clearly a pull read where. You know the the backside defensive end who we don't block chases down the off you know the 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 running back into the the a gap and it's clear pull read CJ still gives it um it, it almost like I, I I compared it to you know when I was talking to you on the phone the other day how if you you know if you run play action pass but you literally never run the ball but you still do the the play action fake hoping that they just bite because every other team you know runs it and does it um. Do you think, and I, I think I know your answer to this, 
that that will ever change or do you think that they'll ever actually have cj pull the ball this year or do you think he's just going to just naturally keep playing doing a fake that doesn't really affect anybody anymore well i'd like to think that they will i mean look you know we did it with dwayne haskins we had you know you, you remember that that first play against against michigan famously where he pulled it down and ran with it and kind of showed everybody how tough he was so i i think anything's possible and I, you know, do i think ohio state will save that for that special time in terms of doing it? yeah i'm sure that they will but you know it, it's kind of like it brings back memories to me of watching ohio state back in the 80s and 90s where you see greg fry go back to pass on third and 27 and go play action and you're like what are you doing like nope no one's buying the play action fake to the tail Play, Greg. Let's just say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You know, let's just go back and throw the ball into our thing. I think that 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 action where we kind of slow the ball down at the mesh point is really tough on a running game, and I, I don't I don't like it. I've never liked it, and I think unless you're unless you're running that zone read action, and let, unless the quarterback really is presenting a, a viable option to do that, I don't know why you run it. It just slows the play down, and it directs the linebackers exactly to where the play should go. And and I think that's that's when our running game has struggled. It's more more so than blown assignments or guys getting overwhelmed or or whatever. It's been because of that. It's just because we've been tipping our plays. We've been showing the, the other teams by down and distance and by formation what we're running and where we're running it to, and we, we've got to fix that because you know when we when we show you know a little bit of a a, a little bit of variety in terms of that in that attack, then we've just got so many weapons that we can we can hit guys from anywhere. We can hit them with mine. We can hit them with Trey. We can hit them with tight end. We can hit them with wide receivers. And if we somehow sprinkled in Stroud's legs into that equation as well, I I, I don't know how you stop this offense. Yeah, and, and for me, I, again, you know, for the 800 millionth time, Nevada and I, we're not advocating running CJ like he's Tim Tebow or JT or anybody like that. But when there is free money and there's a lot of green grass in front of you and, you know, the, the pass rush lanes are open, uh, they're in man coverage and they have their backs turned and there's 20 yards of green grass in front of you, like, go take that. That is the most backbreaking. I talked to David Patterson, former captain in 06, all Big Ten defensive tackle, one of the hardest guys I ever ever had to block at any level. And David was like, I hated quarterbacks that moved and would step up in the pocket because the easiest thing in the world for a defensive lineman is a guy who's stationary and he stands in the pocket. You know, he's you know where he's going to be at. And you know, and again, I, I don't think you have to be you know booting him out every play and, and moving around every play. But you know, when when a team pass rushes up the field and those lanes are open. 
Troy Smith was the absolute master of that. And Troy wasn't a super fast guy. He's probably a 4-7 guy, 4-6 guy. But he killed Michigan and Penn State and all these really good teams, especially in 05 and 04 when he was really getting into it. And and frankly, you know, Troy won the Heisman in 06, and I, I didn't think he was as effective as he was in 05 because he refused to run. You know, I don't know. It, there's like this thing where – he didn't want to be viewed as a running quarterback, so we couldn't run the option with him anymore. And in 05, we we ran a, a load option play uh, with a tight end, and it was our most it literally was our best running play that we had. And Troy never pitched it; he always ran it, and it was always like stealing because we always had more guys than they could block, and they had to account for Pittman. And you know, again, I'm not saying that CJ should do that, but when a quarterback can take off and scoot like a Josh Allen or Pat Mahomes or you know. Uh, Bryce Young, it, it changes everything for a defense. Um, so, Nevada, as we get into kind of the meat of the schedule, you know, obviously we have Toledo. Um, what are your thoughts on this Toledo game? I know it's a Mac opponent, but Toledo's a different – you know, I, I think Toledo, if you put them in a, a a Purdue jersey or a Northwestern jersey or, hell, even Nebraska. I mean, I think Nebraska would probably change their entire program with Toledo at this point, and they might even be better. I mean, because Toledo's a – they're a good outfit. They get good players. They know what they do well. They almost beat Notre Dame last year. Uh, what do you think of this, this Toledo game coming up? Um, obviously, you know it's, it's going to be you know a, a win for us. But uh, coming off of Arkansas State, you know we won forty five twelve. People weren't really feeling great about it. Uh, what do you think about this Toledo game coming up? I, I think it's the one you got to watch out for. Not watch out for you know losing, like you said, but. You know, what people have to remember, these in-state opponents like that, these game for these kids, for 90% of these kids, is like their Super Bowl times a 1,000. And they're going to be coming, and they're going to be coming ready to play. And Ohio State you know, is going to have to be ready for them because, you know, I, I've seen this story play out many, many times before with Ohio State. And if they're not ready to go, you know, you've got it's, – it's kind of – it's a night game. It's kind of a funky type of start. It's it, it, Just everything about the game is kind of wonky that I think you got to watch out for it. I think Toledo's got some good players. I said it before the Arkansas State game, and a lot of people laughed at me. They're like, oh, Nevada, we're going to win 70 nothing." And I was like, I don't think so. Arkansas State's got some players. Well, I say the same thing about Toledo, especially on the defensive side. You know, they've got some players, and they'll present some challenges. It is, as good as Arkansas State was offensively, I think Toledo is defensively. So I think they're going to present unique challenges on that side of the ball, and we're going to have to be ready. And, you know, um, it's a crazy, crazy college football year. I've been saying that all season. I think, you know, whether it's covid or the transfer portal, or whatever's kind of pushed things off here for the last couple of years. I think it's going to be a crazy year, and every year is going to be there's going to be wild. Every week's going to be wild upsets, and Ohio State doesn't want to be one of them. And uh, I think you got to be ready for a game like this because um, Toledo's not bad. And when I watch, I watch a lot of, I watch both Toledo's games. I know they're against bad opponents, but they they weren't they weren't horrible. And I think Ohio State's going to have to be ready. I think they will be ready, but the, the, but they better be. Yeah, and, and the, the interesting thing about Toledo is I know a ton of people on their coaching staff. Uh, Mark Staten was a graduate assistant at Ohio State when I was a freshman. Uh, he was recently the the offensive line coach at Michigan State. Um, he uh, he went to Toledo after D'Antonio retired. I know uh, Vince Karras is Larry Karras from Mount Union's son. I've known him for a long time. Uh, Jason Candles, Matt Campbell's former offensive coordinator. Uh, you know, Max Ray who is a former Buckeye and uh, had a medical retirement. He's a kid that literally would still be in, on the depth chart. And you know, I, I believe he's Dewanage. He started a game for us uh, the COVID year. 
he uh, he's actually a graduate assistant there. You know, so he started at at a left tackle when we had him and Dewan uh, both start. He might start at right tackle. He was a former seventy four. Uh, he's a graduate assistant there. Brad uh, Vichy was he was a, a strength in, uh, intern when I was at Ohio State in twelve. He's their head strength coach. So there's a lot of common ties there. And the thing about you know when you play these MAC schools or these lower tier Big Ten schools, those kids are always bent that they got overlooked by Ohio State. They a lot of them grew up as Ohio State fans. They're probably not like that anymore because Ohio State disregarded them. And uh, a lot of guys they get bent over that and they really really play hard against us and they want to they want to beat us. And again, I know that this is a different time and place because in 2011. We played Toledo, and they got down into the red zone at the very end of the game, and they had a chance to beat us. So, now I granted, in 2011, we were the worst team in Ohio State history, and that's not what we are with Ryan Day this year. But you just never know. I mean, we're we're one C.J. Stroud injury away, knock on wood, of of any game being a real game. You know, and that's the thing. Like with Texas and you know Quinn Ewers hurting his shoulder, I mean, they had a real chance to beat Alabama last week until Quinn got hurt, and then they ended up you know losing in a, a last second field goal. But uh coming into this one you know what do you want to get out of this game nevada toledo like what do you want to you know do you want to see a reorganization of the touches because uh, this is something that i know you've been banging on for a long time that we need to use trey henderson more you need to make him into that that feature back where he gets uh touches in the passing game he gets touches in the running game you know you see uh the nfl you see guys like you know i was compared to saquon barkley and you know saquon got his 25 touches this weekend and he had 200 yards and he basically carried the the giants on on his back in a big road win versus the tennessee titans who were heavy favorites uh what would you want to see you know because again I, I think reorganizing the touches would be interesting but what would you want to see out of this weekend from the offense and the defense well like you said i'd love to see trey get more touches i mean heck i i, I remember when we played penn state back in whatever it was 17 and yep. Saquon uh, took the kickoff back for a touchdown against us so it was like yeah. You know, would I like to see Trey Henderson back there? Yeah, I would. I, I'd like to see that guy get the ball any way possible on, you know, special teams, on, on receiving the ball, running the ball, whatever it might be. You know, defensively, I'd like to see us get a turnover. You know, we've won two games and we haven't had a turnover. And that's uh, that's unusual for an Ohio State team. Um, do I think it's any big deal? No. Um, do I think the defense is playing great? Absolutely. Um, but let's, let's get a turnover. Let's turn the ball over. Let's get a little bit more activity out of our defensive ends. You know, we've had no sacks from our defensive ends so far. I'd like to see that change as well. So, uh, you know, there's a couple, you know, always things to improve upon, to, but the most important thing is just win. Keep that, uh, keep those losses to zero, keep winning, stay healthy. And, uh, let's move on to the big 10 schedule. Yeah, I, I totally agree. I think it's just win every game by one point. If you win every game by one point, it, by the end of the year, you're going to be very happy and life's going to be great. But, you know, obviously, I think that if you would have told me through two games, we would have zero turnovers uh, caused on defense and zero sacks from our defensive ends. I don't know how much I would have lost on that bet, but it would have been a lot. Uh, I know that Arkansas State, they threw it 50 times and they were getting rid of that ball really quickly because they knew that Jack was coming and JT and, and Mike Hall and you know, they had a you know a six foot three left tackle, and I was like, "There's no way that that guy with his little you know alligator arm is going to be able to hold up versus JT and Jack." But you know, they were able to. Credit to those guys; they played hard. But uh, you know, I, I agree. I think that the sack production, especially given that Jim Knowles had 57 sacks last year at Oklahoma State, and he has, in my mind, significantly more defensive talent this year with with Mike Hall playing nose guard and Jack and JT and Zach Harrison and 
uh, you know, Tehran and you know, you've got some really high level guys, especially the sophomores. And, uh, you know, I think that sack production needs to come up. I, you know, seal chambers and Tommy both have sacks from, from blitzes, uh, seals actually came on a blown assignment by the offensive line where they just turned him loose. They didn't even block him. So, you know, that's kind of a gift, uh, to steal. It wasn't like he had to do some incredible, amazing move to get the sack. The guys literally just let him run through the a gap, but, uh, it's going to be interesting going forward to see how the touches are distributed. Um, but yeah, uh, any final thoughts as we head into uh, into Toledo? I'm sure we'll do this again tomorrow, and we'll have some new news. But uh, what do you what are your uh, what do you want to see through Toledo and onto Wisconsin? Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah, just like I said, just stay healthy. Keep the team, you know, clean up the penalties, you know, do the things. I'd like to see some more of the, the backups get in the action. I'd like to find out a little bit more about what we've got. You know, we I, I think we've found, you know, some offensive line depth. You know, we were talking about some of the guys that have been kind of showing out a little bit better than we've we hoped and a guy like Tegra Tchabola is kind of a guy that really has come out of nowhere and really talked about some guys that were higher ranked, higher regarded coming out of high school. And he's kind of earned his way into the second team rotation. And that was kind of a surprise. And I'll be watching that second team offensive line rotation as well. So you can learn a lot watching the starters, but you can also, you can learn more watching who the second team guys are. And, and uh, I'm be looking, hopefully we get a big lead and get some of those guys in today and learn a little, or uh, this weekend rather and learn a little bit more about this Ohio state team. Yeah, I think that would be a, a fantastic thing. If there's one thing I've been critical of Ryan Day, it's that you got to, and Urban was the same way. So this is critical of Urban Meyer. You know, you got to get these starters out of there and you got to get some of these young guys in. And I know that, you know, we're, we're really obsessed with stats and being number one in offense and number one in the Big Ten. And we're throwing the ball late and we're doing all this stuff. But you have to get some of these backups in because they got to be ready to go next year. Because, like, when we go to Notre Dame next year, I mean, unless we go get a grad transfer, we got you got to get Kyle McCord some more throws. You got to get Devin Brown some more throws. Uh, you know, it, it, as much as you possibly can. You know, I know it's not it's not optimal, and but I mean, you know, CJ Stroud in the COVID year, you know, he got some some burn at Michigan State, and you know, he had to go in for a play against Clemson, and you know, those guys have got to they've got to get cranked up and they got to get ready to go. I mean, CJ had never thrown a college pass before the Minnesota game last year, and that's something that you know I, I don't think is optimal as you go forward. I think you got to get these guys in and. You know, as the season gets a little tighter, you know, there's going to be some some opponents that are, you know, kind of hairy situations like, you know, maybe Northwestern where you might be able to get those guys in. But this really is kind of the last game where, you know, we could really, you know, put up a big number and, and, and empty the bench and get some of those those young guys in. But I, um, you know, after looking at the schedule and, and, you know, you called that, you know, a game you're worried about was Northwestern. 
I totally agree because I know that that Penn State game this week before is going to be a, a whiteout, eight o'clock kick, get home at five a.m. after the game. I've lived that; those are exhausting. And then you get to go out to Ryan Field, which is, you know, a dump and a cold, miserable, nasty place to play at, and you're never excited to play there. And you know, those guys will be fired up because when Ohio State comes to town, it's their Super Bowl. So um, I agree with you on that. So uh, any parting well, let, let shots of that? that one, like... Good. Yeah, let me correct you on that one thing. I think that Penn State games, that's a big noon kickoff, I'm pretty sure. So we're not going to get the white oh, out. I think they're oh, doing the okay. Well, I apologize. I think they're oh. I think they're doing the white out against some other rando. We're not getting the white out yeah. and it's not gonna be a night game. And that that's good news for Ohio State. I know that was oh, something that gosh. I'd uh, circled on my calendar. Yeah, that's uh that that was huge. But to me, playing at Penn State, whatever time is tough, but uh no, nah, I don't think it's I don't think it's a white out game and I don't think it's a night game. Well, I, you are the man and, and praise God for that. Cause again, I, I don't know the last time we've played out there and it hasn't been a night game. I think we played a three thirty, uh, Brewster's year in like, Oh nine. I think we played a three thirty out there. Um, but it, I, I swear to God, every time we go out there, it's eight o'clock and it's terrible and guys are tired and beat up. And, you know, I, I just, I'm always wary of that game because I know it's an exhausting trip because when you got to go there, and lay in a hotel, you know, a crappy hotel. You sit at the Bates Motel out at State College. It's a dump. And uh, then you got to go play a game. starts at 8 o'clock. Then you, you're done with the game at midnight. You go fly home. You get home. It's 3.30, 4 o'clock in the morning. You know, they, the team usually doesn't practice on Sunday because the team, the guys are so tired. The coach usually lets them sleep. And then they practice on Monday. So it throws your whole schedule off. So that is great news. I need to pay more attention to that schedule. I apologize, Scoop family, for being wrong on that. But... That's why I got my boy Nevada Buck to correct me. So I appreciate you, bro. No problem. That's why I'm, that's why I'm here, man. That's, why, that's yeah. why I'm here. I appreciate you, my man. Well, I'm going to wrap this thing up. Uh, this was another great one, as always. Thank you guys so much. I hope you guys are enjoying this content. We are going nuts with the podcast. We're having a blast on it. Uh, Nevada is a guy that really, um, you know, he's tuned in, dialed in, really does a great job. And as he does a great job, I really appreciate uh, all you guys, your comments below. Comment, what do you want to see out of the offense? How would you distribute 50 touches if you were Ryan Day? Do you give 20 to Trey Henderson, 10 to Marvin, 10 to Jackson Smith and Jigba? I want you to be the offensive coordinator in these comments. I want you to tell me how you do it. Who gets the touches if you're the OC? Put that down in the comments. I appreciate you guys, as always. Like this video. It's a huge help for us. Um, you guys are the best. So I hope you guys have a great rest of your day. Thank you so much, Buckeye Nation. And thank you, Scoop family. Hope you guys have a great day. Go Bucks. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.